Hello, everybody. Kyle here. You are listening to the Path to Partner podcast. Today is September 2nd. We have a couple things to go over. It's been a while since we did a little chat. I want to talk about the hashtag that went around Twitch, hashtag a day off Twitch. That was great. I participated in it myself. Let's talk about some of these hate raids that have been going through. And we're also going to talk about a big partnership to avoid. And that one is Manscaped. So let's dive in off the top right into a day off of Twitch. We had initially scheduled to do a Twitch stream that day. I've been dipping my toes back into Twitch with a, a serious intent to get into it come mid-September, late October. For the last year, I've been really burnt out on any video games, and I've almost comp completely lost interest in the platform. Uh, as a twofold, Twitch has not been doing their part to beef up security. They've not been doing their part to make the experience any better as a streamer. But on top of that, since I had that really bad troll incident with Elder Scrolls Online and their team, I uh, haven't been back into video gaming in any big way. I play Stellaris, which I love very much by Paradox Studios. Uh, sadly, it doesn't gather more than like 50 or so viewers. I play um, some Seven Days to Die, and I stream that when I play it. They've got some cool Twitch integration they worked on. I think I even did a little episode talking about that on Path to Partner. But now that we're getting into September, there are a couple games that are catching my eye. Surviving Mars is coming back. There's an update coming out on September 7th. And then I'm really looking forward to New World at the end of the month, the big MMO. So if you're interested in trying New World, really hit me up. I'd love to have friends there. All my socials are Kyle Paranormal these days. So come and hang out with me there. Uh, so what is going on with the hashtag day off Twitch? We were dipping our toes back in. We were going to do a little stream, but canceled it and moved it straight to our Gilded server because of all of the news. For the last couple weeks slash months, and honestly, going back in my memory longer than that, years, people on Twitch have been harassed by these really bad troll brigade raids. What, if for anyone that's unfamiliar, if you haven't experienced one of these, I can't remember if I actually had one myself. I, I do. I did. I did. I did. I did. I totally had one. Um... Mine was a bunch of people coming by and doing like Nazi chants. So I did experience one of these myself. It's just been over a year. So it's, it's gone into long-term memory. But what it is, you get raided and it's just really, really vile people. It can be bots as well. Uh, so it's either like a troll hive, which is, or a nest, whatever you'd like to refer to it as. I imagine those are, I always think of them as Discord servers full of like, really racist, really homophobic, really just downright awful humans, most of them being young-ish, but not exclusively. I think that the, I think it's done by like mm, people in their 20s to 30s, and I think they got a lot of 15-year-old followers, and it's just all around bad news. But they take these, all these people, they they put a link um, into those servers and have people come in. But But specifically, when we talk about troll raids, we're talking about someone raiding from one stream into another, and it just being vile, vile, vile. Um, again, it happened to me once. I'm, it's kind of that memory's coming to the surface as I talk about a little bit more with all of you. But yeah, we they're very strange because you figure someone's actually streaming before they come to you, and that's the stream that was just awful. Uh, I believe what they do, having not watched them in person, is you got your one streamer, they're streaming, like I said, they'll share that link to their Discord servers, to all their bad troll hives, and while they're actually up on stream, they'll go and like pick a victim, as I think what happened to me. And they show the victim up on stream, they make fun of them, 
and then they go ahead and end their stream, you know, pressing the raid button. So all of these people pour into your stream if you are the hapless victim there. So in my case, again, they poured in. It was all this terrible Nazi propaganda. Um, I want to say they did their like blood and soil chant at us, which was the reason I, I added that to my bot's block list. Um, yeah, it was just really, really awful. And they haven't slowed down. In fact, I think they've been increasing. I, I'm, I'm not keeping super duper tabs on Twitch news these days. I, I think I'm going to start if I actually get back to the platform big time. I did read over Twitch's response to this. Maybe I can include that here. Let's take a gander. They have a response up on Twitter. It actually is in the um, trending tab today. So the boycott seemed to have made some amount of difference. Uh, where are you, Twitch? Maybe I'll just go back to this thing. It's hidden behind a bunch of other fluffy crap on their page now. Go figure. Ooh, it's moved off my, hmm, a day off Twitch. Come on, Twitter's hiding it now. It's, it's lower on the thing. Wow, okay. So um, this is some data on it. So when people took a day off yesterday, someone named Zach Busey writes, a very preliminary data on a, Twitch, a day off of Twitch. But according to the chart from Twitch Tracker, there are currently about 5,000 fewer streamers live right now than last week and about 500,000 fewer views. That's a significant drop, they say, um, which looks like a 10 to 15 percent decrease in viewership, 8 to 13 percent decrease. OK, they're taking extra factors into account here. I don't want to get you too down the weeds with that. But basically, it looks like it did have an impact taking this day off. Really, really cool. Um, someone named Sydney over here says taking a day off Twitch today to stand up for myself, my community and all marginalized creators who are subject to hate raids slash harassment on Twitch. We deserve better. I don't think it's asking too much for me to stream without my chat being spammed with every iteration of the N word. Totally agree, Sydney. That's freaking ridiculous. Twitch should be doing so, so much better. Uh, someone named Dave says, taking a day off Twitch today, the platform isn't safe for small marginalized creators. Even me just using the LGBTQIA plus tag gets me trolls that spew hateful shit almost every stream. Banning does nothing when you can create unlimited accounts with the same email. Wow, this stuff is spot on. Um, I did see there's like someone that goes by the name of Gothics over on Twitter. She's making a career out of saying she's being harassed by marginalized streamers, which is super duper gross. Um, she was saying like, this isn't real. Don't let anyone fool you. There's n marginalized creators are not being harassed. And if you do get harassed, it makes you a better person. You pull yourself up by your bootstraps approach. And I finally blocked her today. I, at one point, I liked the content she was putting out because it was kind of about how to get over cancel culture and stuff. But um, really gross to see someone change into like victimizing victims. So I, this is just that continued conversation from years ago that we talked about on Path the Partner, that Twitch does not do enough to stand up for creators who, again, are marginalized. This is not to say that um, not everyone, you know, I, I think everyone at large on Twitch does get some amount of hate, but there's an especially brutal aspect that when you are from a marginalized community, you're an easy target. That's what it really comes down to. Um, like a, as a white guy, that can pass for straight. I did not get a lot of flack uh, with the LGBT stuff until I put the tag on myself years ago. And so whenever I put on the tag, then it became, you know, all the F slurs and, you know, calling me homo and like making fun of my voice, all kinds of nasty stuff like that. Really, really low blow stuff. 
uh, it, it'd be a lie to say it doesn't hurt. Uh, it really does. At the end of the day, it's not going to make me stop. You know, it, it, what made me stop was getting canceled off of Twitch and having losing all my money from it. But I've never stopped streaming because my feelings were hurt. That being said, marginalized creators get a lot of death threats. So when I got canceled last summer, that was absolutely a homophobia thing. Um, it was absolutely a, a, we don't want this gay guy to succeed or in this community sort of vibe. It was absolutely that. The messages I got were all about that. It was really, really vile. Um, this is something that's a little in my head. I, I don't know if this is true, but I, I see this, I see this confirmed a lot when talking about the subject. I feel like as a, an LGBT content creator, I was definitely targeted more often and people were a lot quicker to abandon me. It made me feel sort of like a, a piece of meat, but more like an aged piece of meat. The people were like, well, Kyle's here. We'll watch his stream. But as soon as someone better comes online, we're just going to go and watch him. And I've seen a lot of, you know, marginalized creators kind of reiterate that feeling themselves that they're like, well, I just basically, basically am the holdover until people find like a creator they like better or something of that sort. Not to poo-poo ourselves. And I mean, I had great success. I made a decent chunk of money every month off of Twitch, I mean, full disclosure, but I was making about four and a half grand a month. So I was making money and succeeding at, at my height. But that being said, uh, whenever I slapped a stupid troll on Twitter, people were so quick to condemn me and make it seem like I was some super evil entity. Uh, very strange, because I'm like, these people spent hours and hours watching me. Why do they want to throw me away so quickly? What's the point of that? Oh, hey, look, as Twitch's or Twitter's up on the side, it, it recycled the sidebar. So here we go. It put the thing I was looking for right in front. Um, this is coming off of trending on Twitter. It says streamers on Twitch take a day off to bring attention to issues of hate and harassment. A number of channels on the popular streaming platform Twitch are going dark on Wednesday as streamers participate in hashtag a day off Twitch. The walkout hopes to bring attention to the ongoing hate and harassment issues that have plagued the platform for the last several weeks, according to The Verge. IGN's got coverage here. Let's go look in this Verge article. They titled it, After weeks of hate raids, Twitch streamers are taking a day off in protests. As streamers prepare to walk off Twitch, hate raiders and abuse are escalating to dangerous levels. Now, let's remember this. None of this is new. So, though I recognize and, and can appreciate Verge saying that it's new and increasing, um, it isn't brand new. It's not something out of the blue. We've had the issues of doxing and harassment like this for years. I mean, they, they've been really, really nasty. Uh, looking at this, let's see. A day off Twitch was born out of hashtag Twitch do better movement, hashtag created by streamers affected by hate raids that have been exposed, or I'm sorry, that have exploded across Twitch in recent weeks. Though the action of bombing a streamer's chat with racist, sexist, transphobic, and generally abusive messages is not new, the phenomenon has seen dr a drastic increase thanks to users employing bots to overwhelm chat with hundreds of automatically generated messages in response to what they thought was Twitch's slow response to the abuse. Um, streamer Wreck-It Raven created hashtag Twitch do better hashtag to urge Amazon-owned streaming platform to deploy better tools. I appreciate them doing that, like them starting that hashtag to get the news out there. Like I said... I, I really don't like this idea of saying, oh, marginalized streamers are just complaining, you know, from one marginalized person to another. I thought that was a really gross take by that gothics person. Um, 
see a little something here from them in the feed as well. So that's that's gross. Sorry, I'm calling them out, but that's just nasty. We don't victim blame here. Definitely not. Definitely not. That's really, really tacky and undermines the whole process. So don't be that person ever. Um, definitely, though, the, the hate is across all Twitch. But like I was saying, marginalized communities, I think this is Kyle speaking from the gut here. Marginalized communities really are easy targets because the phrases are popular, they're well known, um, though, though bots can sometimes whack them, these people have a lot of evil time on their hands to make ways around these phrases. So when you're doing a big bot raid like this, that's, that's pretty freaking disgusting. Uh, ooh, there's a comment in here. It says, being vocal has the potential to hurt them financially, says Paris Lilly, Twitch streamer and host of Xbox 2021's Gamescom presentation. They added, nobody cares how people of color are treated as long as it doesn't affect them. Very true, Paris Lilly. Like, that is a large uh, aspect here. There's a wider feeling of abandonment and hypocrisy concerning larger streamers' silence on the matter of hate raids. During Pride Month or protests for racial equality, streamers large and small voice their support for communities affected. Yet, some of those same voices aren't being heard now. I accept that not, uh, sorry, quote here. I accept that not everyone will be on board supporting a day off Twitch. Shiny Penny says, I believe that many, not all these bigger creators are speaking from a privileged perspective. That's true. That's true. Uh, a really weird note. I think I mentioned this before, too, but I was thinking about this just yesterday. We were canceled while we were hosting a BLM charity last summer, which I, in hindsight, do not think was at all unrelated. I think it's very concerning and whatever that the day we were hosting that charity is the day that people drew Twitter drama about me and like tried to get me taken off of stream teams and all kinds of things. I mean, you know, people sending messages to game companies like you shouldn't support this creator. He needs to go. Did I as an LGBT creator who already had a target on my back, give myself a double target for raising money for BLM only to be kicked off the thing like this? This stuff is really systemic and gross. I got to say, uh, as streamers, if you see these people in your chat, if you if you think you have folks around your community that are like that, cut them out sooner than later is my somewhat sage advice, my old man Kyle advice now. Because I tolerated a lot of people in my chat that I think in return only tolerated me. I thought they were fans and viewers. But in hindsight, because so many of them turned on me when I did this kind of like BLM support, when I spoke up about trolling issues within the Elder Scrolls Online community and how their own dev team was participating in some ways, that's when their dev team doxed me or like put out that document that said I was doxing folks. Um, if I could go back in hindsight, I think one of the only things I really could have done to protect myself uh, might have been to try and draw more attention to the fact that the people putting out these things accusing me were also employed by that company and that was real sketch so i don't know it's it's dangerous twitch is so so dangerous my heart says to go back because i think i i, I very much miss doing live streams i do we, if you've seen them we've done a couple from the new house that i'm in they've been really fun every saturday at 8 p.m eastern time we're doing um seance saturdays which are times we try and do all these cool paranormal methods to communicate with spirits and all kinds of things beyond very, very fun. And I've really had a great time doing it. So if you've come out to those, huge thank you. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking for more mods to come by. So if you're a creator that's interested in like seeing our community and helping out, 
I, I'd absolutely love to get some good mods from the inside here. Wow. A day off Twitch. I'm glad I took part and I'm glad, I hope it made, it looks like the numbers made an impact. So that's, that's really positive. I wish I could give advice on how to avoid these troll raids sort of things. But the only thing I can think of is make sure your bots are ready or your, uh, your, yeah, your moderation bots, make sure they're ready. Make sure they have as many of these phrases added to it immediately. Um, keep the interface for your bot up and up and ready because that's the other thing too. You can nowadays switch pretty quickly into a follower only chat, which can help you a bit because that can give you that little breathing space. The other thing I would recommend too, uh, if you get bot rated, this is actually a piece of advice I can give that's solid. If you get bot rated, run an AFK break. Don't put yourself on the spotlight to do it. Because I, I let me, this will be very much from the honest, like from my heart. When I get a troll in chat, I usually see them before anyone else, unfortunately. My, my just laser focus on chat, I'm like, oh, 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 that's bad. And my heart races because, I don't know, thin-skinned or something, like whatever it is, I go, oh, no, <laughs> someone's here, they're making fun of me. <laughs> my brain kind of panics. And I, it doesn't, I don't think, really show on the outside, but that goes through my mind. Like, I get this in, an instant pang of like, ugh. So from that stage... I think my suggestion there is run that AFK break so that you're not on camera. Mute your mic as well, right? So give yourself that breath. Um, you don't even need to call out that there's the raid happening unless you'd like to. But it, it'd be fair to say, oh, hey, guys, this looks bad. You know, I'm AFK. And just press that. And then while you're off camera, take care of it from there. Set the follower only chat set a bot to start nuking whatever phrases they probably came in and start spewing whatever it takes do it then i think that's something i didn't pick up on until later in the game the other thing i used to like to do i actually I, okay let me let me continue i did use that approach I, it's something i slowly grew into i didn't think about that in my earlier days of twitch but i'd say somewhere in my maturity um when i was getting to that high income level i started to come up with that approach which was if someone comes in, even if it's a singular person and they say something bad, take an AFK break because I have had that occasion where I know person X and X comes into chat and X has always been someone that, you know, is maybe at like arm's length or something. I don't really know if X is a good or bad person, but X comes in, they say something and it seems weird. And I've gotten this like sixth sense at this stage of understanding what a weird message is. I, I know it's going to be problematic. I'm sorry that I can't define that further. I think it is strictly related to who you are, what you're streaming, and how you get trolled. But I've had those moments where, again, person X will come by and say something that's peculiar and uncomfortable. And that's when I'll just take my AFK break at that point. Because my gut instinct might be to ban them or to say something snarky in return and none of that looks good to your audience. They're going to be like, what? And if it is a decent person, I mean, here's the deal. That might be old Kyle talking for a second. I don't know if they're decent. If they come in and they say something that's even slightly alarming, are they worth having in your chat? Like, really? In 2021, should we be giving people second chances? Because, like, none of these people were just born yesterday. Not in this, not in this world where, you know, COVID's still all over the news and we have insurrections in the United States and all over the globe. Do we really need to give safe harbor even for an extra five minutes to people that come in and say something uncouth, un-awesome? Un because really, if they're coming in and saying anything that's unawesome, 
should they be in your chat at all? I mean, really, I, I, I don't mean to be melodramatic or kind of being too oppressive, but really, I mean, thinking again with the analogy of Twitch being your house, if someone comes into your house party and the first thing they do is insult, like, or, or even, you know, diminish, belittle your dwelling, your party, whatever you're thinking of how this inviting thing works, like, if they're not saying something awesome to you, maybe it's time for them to just leave right away. Like, ah, oh, hey, glad you stopped by, but, uh, hey, we'll catch up another time. See ya, and kick them out the door. Because if they're coming in and they're at all diminishing you, you're not going to be able to give as good. You're not going to be as good of an entertainer or a host or however you want to see that. Old Kyle would have said, well, you know, let them let kind of prove that they're good or bad. I don't know if new Kyle feels that way. New Kyle is not trying to just behead everyone that comes by and doesn't, you know, have a perky face. Like, don't, don't misunderstand. I'm not trying to do that. But really, if their first message is coming in and saying anything that puts you on guard, eh, that's strange. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have. You should know better. If you're someone that's having, pardon me as I choke over my own words here. If you're someone that has a really bad or hard time going into chats and, and saying something nice, Twitch isn't the platform for you. Or be a firm lurker and don't ever chat. But if you're going in and you can't can't even start with hi, hello, hope you're doing well, or something, you know, pleasant, anything pleasant, I don't know they're there for your best benefit then. I, I, when I was streaming Elder Scrolls Online, I got a lot of this. It's been a year now, so my brain's not going to come up with some great examples for you. But I've just seen a lot of stuff where they'll come in and they'll like demand you to show off a part of the game. Like they don't even say hi. It's just, hey, show me the combat in this game. I mean, is that person worth engaging with at all when they come in and just interrupt the flow of the chat? That's the other thing to talk about here too, is if they're coming in and, and saying something like that, they're not adding to the conversation. They are just deleting the conversation that's happening and building their own based around them. As someone that worked with the Elder Scrolls Online team, I felt like it was so, sort of my duty to show off the game. You know, we were given free codes. We were you know, put up on stage in Vegas, like all this stuff. So I thought it was sort of my duty to be helpful to folks that came by. But in hindsight, I was way too helpful. I should have never engaged with those folks that just wanted to, again, railroad the conversation that's happening and just be like, I'm here, I'm king, show me my things because I demand it. The difference here between that type where they say, hey, show me combat versus something more offensive or more, um, there's another type of demanding where they're like, do you even play the game? I've seen a lot of that. That's kind of a common meme on Twitch in a way. Also extraordinarily douchey. I'd say that one's easier to ban because that person you know is being mean, right? They're already insulting you. Do you play the game means you're not doing what I want you to do, so I'm going to insult you for not doing it. It's very passive-aggressive, right? Insta-ban those sort of people. Um, but the other group where they're like, show me something, and they're demanding it, also not good, but not as easy to know if that's a good actor or a bad actor. They come across somewhere in the middle. So I'm sorry this conversation is very rambly, but it's hard to just encompass one type of troll and talk about one type of troll. And again, please don't think that I'm talking, you know, any sort of good-natured folks. You'll you'll pick up on what a good-natured person is, and everyone's going to have a different bandwidth for how much time you take to suss out if someone's good or bad. But when someone comes by and they say, show me this, that can be a great chance to do an AFK break. Get up, go stretch, get water, because the thing is, they're not going to be there when you get back. That's going to scare them away. And then you didn't have to ban them anyway. 
but it also put in a realistic thing. Now, hey, if they are a good person and they're liking your thing and they just are socially awkward and really haven't done like the mandatory requirement of learning how to communicate online, um, if for some reason they are a good person and you do your little five minute AFK, they might still be there and they might ask their question again and maybe they could ask it better. I do recognize that Twitch is a haven for people that have some sort of social anxiety or mental illness. Like this is just the way Twitch is. I'm, I admit I'm very much in that camp myself on both fronts. And that's what makes Twitch, to my opinion, so dangerous. A lot of people look at Twitch as an excuse not to socialize in other ways where they can get in trouble for the things they say. And that, to me, just makes Twitch a real hotbed of weird activity. Um, again, I, I've dealt with over the years people actually having full-on mental breakdowns in chat, like actually like life-threatening ones. I've seen the most moderate side. I've seen people come by and say, I have to end this relationship with you, Kyle. And I'm like, we're not in one. Who are you? What's happening? You're just a random little text bubble to me. What are you talking about? So I've had the obsessive people that think they know my life and they actually don't know me at all. I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of that. But uh, it's just a, a general warning. Be really, really careful with yourselves. So I'm going to try and get back on Twitch here more as the game New World comes out, as Surviving Mars releases some content. I really like to get back to it. I really like having these live conversations. For all the weirdness that goes on, I really like it. I really do. I love my Twitch people. I really love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I, in hindsight, hate the people that betrayed and backstabbed and made my life really miserable that last year. Like that was something I need to learn to be quicker to suss out who really is on my side versus people that are just playing me and using me. I think that's all something that all Twitch streamers are perpetually going to have to deal with. No, no matter if you're a brand new streamer, we've talked about in the past vampires, the people that come by and um, specifically look at people that have like very low viewership and they try to become their mentor or, um, yeah, they try and become your like bodyguard sort of, and it's really uncomfortable because they start leeching off you like energetically from your chat, like making other people miserable. Or they start demanding that you do things. So at the low level, there's that. But at the high end of the spectrum too of viewership, I mean, you got people trying to take advantage of you on money fronts and um, probably trying to get people's personal information out of your stream, uh, all kinds of stuff. So no one on Twitch is immune to this. I think it's a, a dangerous facet of the internet. But we can all do better at just policing our own community and setting standards that are actually good for us. Maybe it's taken me a solid year off of Twitch to really figure that out. But my chat has been really, really good. They've been really good lately. Like I now when I go back, I don't have the biggest viewership. I'm getting, you know, 15 to 40 people in there. Um, my goal is to get back to 100. I really want to get back to 100. I really want to start making money off of Twitch. I really want to start getting back into that thing because I miss the community. I love podcasting, and I, believe me, I'm going to keep pushing the Revelator Network site so hard. If you want to contribute, subscribe, that's the place to do it, revelatornetwork.com forward slash subscribe. That is all off of Twitch. It is all money that goes to helping me repair this awesome haunted house that we're living in now. It's going to be really freaking fun. Like, that is just the place to go. Let's move on in this rambly episode. I talked about a lot of things there. I warned people about... Uh, Stay off Twitch. Good to do that boycott. If that comes up again, I'm going to try and participate. I mentioned earlier we were doing a little bit of stuff up there. We are putting together a cool witchy divination group um, over on our Gilded server. So revelatornetwork.com forward slash Gilded, you can apply. Uh, on Wednesday nights, we're doing divination sessions where we play with tarot cards, oracle cards, 
numerology, all kinds of things like that. We did a bunch of group reads for people yesterday. It was so much fun. We had, we honestly had like 10 people just in there doing reads for one another. So awesome. So get in the Gilded server. We're playing games. We're chit-chatting. If anyone ever has questions about Twitch stuff, uh, could be a good place to ask it. Good place to meet friends. That's what I need to do and start meeting friends and building community again. So if you want to be part of it, I would be truly, truly honored. Saturdays, we're doing our seances. Start doing a little bit of YouTube there as well, but you can see that up on the website. I won't bar bother you with that. Manscaped. Let's talk about a partnership to look at avoiding. I don't know. Oh, actually, let's be honest. They wanted me to, I just, I should give some background. They want to take advantage of you guys next. Is, is, let me start with the real headline. I have a show that I haven't updated for a while because they haven't updated the game, but I have a show called Kyle's Valheim Bulletin. When Valheim was big, I created this. We did a couple weeks of it. We got a really nice listenership real fast, but they stopped updating the game. They're going to do that here in September, but I don't know if it's going to pull us back. It's not a very big update. It looks like a cosmetic one, so I'm holding my breath. We got pitched by Manscaped to do a sponsorship on that show. I ran ads all across the podcast network because, let's face it, with the apocalypse happening, I was kind of desperate for money. I wanted to get in good with Manscaped because they seem like a trustworthy brand. I ran ads for their products saying, you know, hey, use this coupon code, get yourself 15% off, blah, 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 blah. After I did this for about two months, Manscaped said, you didn't sell enough things. We're not going to continue our partnership. Oh, okay. So they bail out. And this was an exploratory partnership. This is where it gets back to the desperation front. I was playing their game where they wanted me to sell a certain amount of these razors. And then once I hit that amount, they would lock me in for a year-long partnership, which actually sounded great, or sponsorship. Sorry, I shouldn't say partnership, sponsorship. They're going to pay me for a year-long run of ads. The disgusting thing is, though, their product didn't sell. People weren't interested in it. And they continue to pitch me for stuff. And specifically, the reason I'm recording this show today is because they just pitched me this morning saying they wanted me to get you guys to start shilling for them. I'm disgusted. I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, I'm not. Take that back, Kyle. Take that dirty sorry word out of your mouth. You're not sorry. I'm just here to warn everybody. Don't let folks do exploratory partnerships with you. It sucks because you start doing the work. And it seems reasonable, too. Uh, especially with a company that you know sponsors other folks, like Manscaped, right? They sponsor other podcasts all the time. Their razors are meh. They sent me a trial one. It's nothing to spend money on. Like, they're just meh. Um, I mean, like, they're fine. They're solid. Solid enough for me to, like, promote it, but not enough to rave about it, if that makes sense, right? So I felt good enough being like, hey, this is a solid product. It's going to work. You're not going to be upset about it. But at the same time, now I'm kind of pissy. <laughs> I'm not being so nice to them in hindsight here because, like, F you guys. You took advantage. I ran a bunch of ads for them. And they keep pitching me about all these podcasts still. Like, they come at me all the time with different shows. Like, hey, Kyle, uh, we want you to do this on this one. And they come with, like, and again, this is the podcast front, but they're trying to expand everyone on Twitch here, it seems. Get you guys to buy the products. Get you guys to start shilling for them. Unless they pay you up front, which I just tried that approach today, and they gave me a firm no. Unless they pay you up front, do not do it. It is not worth it for you. If they're not going to make or give you money, I should say, you should not waste a single breath on a sponsor. If they don't pay, you do not play. I know the world is hard with money and stuff, so I can't tell you not to follow my footsteps 100%. You know what I mean? I just tried to do it. 
but I am coming with a warning that they did immediately bail on me. You didn't make enough sales. We can't continue this. Bye. But I ran two months worth of ads for you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry my audience doesn't like your product. That's not my fault, actually. That's explicitly your fault. If my audience doesn't like your product, maybe you need a better product. What is my fault is that I let them kind of goad me into doing that. So here's my warning. I'm sorry that these path partners are more about warnings these days. I think that's just the state of the world. But do be cautious about that. Know your worth. And that's so hard to say right now because, I mean, good Lord, I could use money like, mm, I need it desperately. But I'm not going to work, 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 work and not get paid. If that's what you want me to do, then I'll give up content creation and go take up a manual labor sort of job again, right? Like, like this isn't me dissing anyone that's working nine to fives at all. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, if you're gonna, you know, send me on a task and say I'm gonna get paid for it and then I do the task and you don't pay, why am I creating content at all? It sounds more like, again, working for the man, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, I'll get my wages stolen anyway. Please don't take that as me saying anything like normal jobs are bad, although I really will not go back to one after being a content creator full-time. It's like impossible to get it out of your blood. But it is to say, again, know your worth. Do not, do not start selling things for people, shilling for people, if they are not guaranteeing you payment. And Manscaped has explicitly said that to me today, that they will not pay up front. They need people to hit a certain thing. That's not how sponsorships work. That tells me that they are intentionally manipulating people. Again, that's just not how sponsorships work. There are sponsorships that people are trying to get to work that way, but that isn't right. Saying, oh, if you sell X, then we will give you a, a, you know, a, a, a contract. No, no, upfront contract pay. If not, leave. And I, the problem is that someone like me doing that and if we all start doing what I did a second ago, which is, you know, that free shilling for them, that lets these companies think that that's okay and that they can profit like that. Because think about that. That makes sense. Instead of paying um, the big leagues to do these things where, you know, instead of paying a podcast that makes, you know, 10 times more downloads than I do, instead of having to pay them the big bucks, why don't we just grift off of all the small podcasts? Let's go and get them to run these ads on their shows. They will run them. We will say, oh, you didn't get enough, and then we'll ditch them. And so that's free labor for Manscaped. You see what I'm saying there? Instead of paying the big boys and the big leagues, just pay the small kids, or don't pay the small kids at all, and just have them do the dirty work. It really is kind of a child labor sort of thing, just not ageism in this case, right? It's, it's about like a scale of um, how big your audience is. But it is kind of child labor. Let's have these small... Newer shows come in, do all this like heavy lifting, and we don't really have to pay them fair wages because they're kids. Gross, gross manscape. Shame on you. I'm calling you out. I wouldn't work with you guys again. I told them today, do not pitch my shows again. I told them about the bad experience. It was the same person that came into my inbox from the time before. So, manscaped, here's your call out. Do not work with them. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Um, I should dig up that email. I, I deleted it already. What did they say about they wanted to. We think, a we think a partnership with your podcast is natural. As many as Twitch streamers might, might pick up a few sponsorships along the way. Um, we can use our partnership as a teachable moment. A way to... <laughs> That's so funny they said that. We can use our partnership as a teachable moment. A way to support the podcast that they enjoy and encourage for gamers to pick up good grooming habits as they aim to appear on screen in front of many more viewers. 
well, Manscaped, we are going to use you as a teachable moment today. Stay far away uh, for your own good, for your own safety, and for that of the continuing industry of sponsorships. Because unfortunately, I mean, this is no blame on any individual, but us as a, as a society, as a community of streamers, as we set our bars just a little bit lower each, it does unfortunately let these sponsorship people kind of continue to lower the, the, the entirety of sponsorship treatment. Again, if we, if we do free promo stuff um, sometimes, then they think that that's what they should be pushing as an always sort of deal. With that last warning, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. I'm sorry, I don't do these on the super regular. I hope people are still enjoying the show. I, if I get back into Twitch streaming for reels, maybe we will pick this up as like a, a regular thing. If you're interested in ever co-hosting a show and kind of want to shoot the shit with me here, I'd love it. Reach out to me. Kyle at revelatornetwork.com is the email. Let's talk about your experiences with partnership stuff in the past. Sponsorships. Have they, has anyone been bad to you? Is there a company we need to avoid? Let's call them out. Let's name them. That's the best thing we can do is name them and shame them. Elder Scrolls Online, stay away from Zenimax. They're a bad company. They'll toss you out in the trash like, uh, I don't know, yesterday's garbage or something. And uh, Manscaped, they'll also shit in your mouth. So just steer clear of these people. It's, it's, it's uh, looking out for everybody is what it comes down to. I'm looking out for my audience. I want you guys to know the honest take. Who's good, who's bad, who's going to screw you later. So I'm about to jump off of here record a Stellaris emergency broadcast podcast episode with my friend Space Unicorn, and then uh, maybe play a little Surviving Mars today. I'm not sure. Then tonight, I've got a thing in Gilded going on. So if anyone wants to chat, that one's for paying members the contributor tier and above. If you're interested in becoming one of those, that would be amazing. I will say the YouTube channel nowadays, I made a brand new one just a couple weeks ago. It is called My Haunted Victorian Home. It has very few subscribers because totally new. Probably should have used my old one, but I didn't. My Haunted Victorian Home. Really freaking cool. Showing off the house, showing off what's going on here at the Spirits, doing our seances on Saturdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time. We got a huge host of uh, guests coming by, a huge lineup of guests, I should say, all through October, all through Halloween. Look out for it. And I think the schedule that I'm toying with, I'll just tease this, is um, I'm going to try and do some gaming on Monday, Tuesdays. This Witchy Wednesday thing might be public sometimes. It might be private in the Gilded Others. Thursdays are going to be our private chat in there for members. Friday is going to be public with gaming and then uh, Saturday public with the seances. I think that's the schedule I'm going to work on. Uh, right now we're looking at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll see how that goes. I, I'm, I've, made, I've made so many promises with the move and it's so hard to keep. Contractors have been coming at weird times and weird days. And I, I emphasize weird times because a lot of contractors like electrical will be like, hey, it's uh, four o'clock in the afternoon. We'd like to stop by uh, and it could take me an hour to get there. Okay, see it like close to six o'clock. And I'm like, oh boy, well, okay, there goes my evening. Dinner's all weird. So thank you for bearing with me. I mean, I just feel like I'm a man full of excuses and I am. So stay safe out there, everyone. Keep up with me on Twitter, Kyle Paranormal. If you're liking the Path of Partner podcast, um, drop me a DM over there or something. Let me know. Let me know you're enjoying it. Join our guild most of all. Let me know there. I'd love to hear from you. Talk soon. Love you.